out. It's not going to yeah. play back. Yeah. <sighs> Friday, June 10th. Yeah. What year? 2022. We're in 2022? 2022. I lost track. Yeah. No, I remember when I was 22. 22? Shit. What, four years ago for you? Five years for me? Four Basically years. the same thing? Yeah. I say I really don't remember too much from that. Nah, I mean, if if I tried to think back on a specific age, I can't associate... I could probably associate certain memories with it, but I can't sit there and tell you, like, kind of, you know, the highlights of that year. Were you trending like Twitter back in those days? Was that? Were you, were you tw- trending like Twitter back in those days? Trending like Twitter? What reference is that to? G Herbo, past tense. Oh. In other words. I'm unfamiliar. In other words, he was that nigga before he got verified. Oh. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so anyways, man, I mean, let's just get into it. Um, back at it again. Yeah. I guess with the second episode of 2022. Yeah. We can call it that. First one was a rough draft. Just a little, I mean, now, now that we're kind of set up, it's kind of, things are looking up. Yeah, like I was yeah. saying, consistency is key. Yeah. Now that we're, you know, taking the steps behind the scenes. Yes. Now that the episodes can kind of fall into place. Yes. And plus, we're just going to leave all this. I mean, yeah, I mean, the viewers can't, or the listeners can't see it now. But oh, no. Soon there'll be viewers, and then. I mean, it, it'll well, look we're just gonna cool. Leave it. Like, yeah, if right. somebody saw it right now, it would look pretty cool. Just because it's just, it still you looks don't wet. see it. Huh? It still looks wet. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But this is, you know, we got to polish it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know. Gotta do our listeners some justice. All three of them. Boxes in here, dude. Y'all just move in. Yeah. Okay. Into this podcast room. Yes, we just we just moved in. Oh, okay, great. Nice. But um, what's it called? Yeah, we're back. We're working on some stuff behind the scenes, and uh, hopefully, we're gonna improve our overall, you know, what I'm saying delivery of our podcast and you know, stay consistent as possible. But anyways, uh, yeah, we're just gonna talk about a little bit of music. Um, highlight for me, obviously, it's kind of the elephant in the room. It's uh. Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Well, let me just get into this. Okay, go ahead. Right? Go ahead. That's what we're <laughs> here for. Let me just for. get into this. That's what bro, that mic is in front of you for, bro. Let's, let me yeah. just get into this a little bit. I, I like Kendrick. I yeah. do. I think that Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole, you know, Mount Rushmore. Who's the fourth? Rap. Well, that's kind of like, it's kind of open. Real, it's yeah. kind of open to it's, like. Okay, no, let me just, it's not the Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. but they're. On the side of a mountain, and if there were three faces that for I could this choose. generation, this day and age, right yeah, now, exactly. Obviously, yeah. we're not talking all. We're not time talking about all time, okay. no. Okay. Because that would be too many mountains. Yeah. That's just too many faces. It might just be. It might just be bad environmentally at that okay. point. But I'd probably say, this generation, this day and age, J Cole, Drake, Kendrick. Okay. Right. And that fourth spot's kind of just like whoever's like it's maybe ambiguous. dropping at that time yeah. and kind of. It's like if like Kanye's face like would be on the mountain and then someday. Well, Kanye's wouldn't. generation before, but yeah. we can get into that. Yeah. Time. Go ahead, go ahead. So Kendrick. Um, Kendrick. So anyway, so that hey, Kendrick, yeah, when he dropped Damn, so I went to Coachella in like 2017, right? Right. And then he dropped Damn, on so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? The, mm-hmm. the festival. Um. So he dropped Damn on like the Saturday, right? Saturday night. So everybody's like in their like little tents or whatever like slapping this it's like oh yeah, this shit this shit's hard i'm like hearing humble for the first time I'm hearing fucking loyalty for i'm like I'm like, oh shit it's kind of hard right and he's set to perform sunday so i was like oh shit you know what i mean so you kind of just getting like a little it was a very it was a very uh it was a very cool experience actually yeah and then you know i mean so- hearing new music like you have that dose of it mm-hmm. and then you get it like raw like from the artists themselves like right then, gratification yeah. that's yeah to the highest level to the highest degree. Who said that um, in the rap? I couldn't tell you. Oh, I could. It was Jermaine. But <laughs> <laughs> well, there you, you, you did. Get back. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, man. So that that album came out, and that was obviously. I I want to say it was probably his best album. Um, he would agree. He he was actually on um, I think uh, Ted Cruz. I forget what radio station they're on. You said Ted Cruz? I think so. Ted Cruz? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was, I was about to say the no, politician. I think it's a different Ted Cruz. I know okay. it's Cruz. Oh, you're talking about uh, Los Angeles Leakers? Like he was like, no, 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 no. That's just incredible and DJ Sour Milk. But anyways, he was on a radio station. And but you're talking about the guy from uh, from LA. He was that, that radio station. Yeah, it's something Cruz. Okay. But Shout anyways, uh, so Cruise. they basically had like makeshift posters of all his album covers. And then he arranged them in order of what he thought was best to not as good i guess i mean because i'm uh-huh. not gonna sit there and say best of worst because it's not like he has a worst album 
but essentially he did that. And he put Dan first above okay. Good Kid, Mad City, Japan Butterfly, all that stuff. So well, he has that, great taste. That's valid in your opinion, taste. but you can continue. And so do I. Yeah, I mean, you know, at this yeah. point. But anyways, uh, to continue. Um, so yeah, I thought that album was pretty great, and you know, it, it you know, it was really big. It was honestly it got a lot of play for like a long time. It was kind of mm-hmm. like. 2017 to 2018. I still bump it. Yeah, I mean, it was just it just kind of took over, uh, and then he disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like the Avatar mm-hmm. in, uh, in the in the yeah, show when we needed the him most. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it was kind of it was kind of hard on me, uh, but then you know, of course, we have J Cole. Yeah. Uh, so you know, never disappoints. He's always but around. But did like, did Kendrick not leave you? Well, I mean, obviously, five years is a long time. Like. It is a long time. My For favorite, music, it's yeah, a long time. My favorite artist is Miguel, and he hasn't dropped in five years since War and Leisure. But, I mean, obviously, we like different people for different things, but you don't feel like Dan was enough to kind of hold you over, along with other things that you were getting within that hip-hop community. Like, did you find yourself like, okay, Kendrick, where you at? Like, I mean, I'll keep it real. I just kind of stopped putting Kendrick in that, uh, you know, artist talk. When I would, when I would speak about... Like, oh, yeah, who's, like, who's doing this or that? Or, like, who's yeah. got the best bar? Like, Kendrick, Kendrick was, like, just he just wasn't being brought it. up because it was, like, yeah, Dan was, like, this many years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, we know it, it's kind of, uh, what is that, that recency bias? It's like, okay. like, bro, we haven't seen you. J. Cole's been getting, getting actually, like, he's going on way harder than yeah. probably the last song on the next song and doing all this. And yeah. Drake, you know, Drake's going to do what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he might take over for a, a few months at a time and just come He's always he's always around, right? Yeah, so when he kinda, pops up, he's gonna be popping. Yeah, yeah, he always pops up, and so yeah, that was kind of the thing for me. But um, but yeah, this this new album, I I enjoy it. I so, enjoy it. It's gonna take some time, though. I mean, obviously, it didn't hit me like damn hit me. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might have just been my personal experience. Yeah, I mean, I, th- album I think it's yeah, I, absolutely. Versus I think it's, this one, I so. think it's the rollout for you personally. Yeah. But and I no no I I there's yeah. definitely got some got some hitters on there. Right. Don't get me wrong. Any but, uh, standouts for you? Oh man. Uh, so first of all, Die Hard. That was a good one. Right. Die Hard's a good one. That's a nice feel good. Uh. Verses are really straightforward, but they're, you know, he's still talking. You know what I'm saying? That was a good one. I like that vibe. Oh, and uh, who is the, the, the Heart Part Five? Oh, the Heart Part Five. Yeah. That uh, video was crazy. Yeah, I know. The Kobe face, Nipsey face. Shout out Nipsey. Shout out Kobe. Shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart, heart part five. Yeah, that was hard. That and was a then, good one. Um, Silent Hill. You know, that's my favorite. Got okay. that Kodak black, uh, Kodak black feature. Okay. Um. Apparently he. I mean. Apparently he got into a lot of shit over Auntie Diaries, but I mean, I kind of just saw it as it's just that storytelling Kendrick just yeah. awesome. And I think you got to kind of see the point he's making when he's you know making these references. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like. When certain artists drop songs like that that are so in depth and so in detail, I have no doubt that in everything that he's talking about is from his his personal experience. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he's talked to people in similar situations, and then kind of just like brainstormed kind of what that experience was like, and kind of incorporated somebody else's story intertwined with his own. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Where it kind of just makes the general aspect because it's just like if Kendrick is speaking so personal somebody still on the outside could resonate with that you know what i'm saying so it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if he incorporated somebody else's story in it to make it a little bit more whole i'm trying to think what other song was it that he uh um, sing about me i'm dying to thirst oh yeah yeah something like that kind of like where he's using different perspectives yeah exactly different people you know yeah. using kind of speaking like uh what do you say like vicariously yeah. letting them this letting them speak vicariously through him and he's kind of just putting out their message or but i mean that's also that's also a pretty brave thing another way for other people to be heard as well yeah it's a pretty brave thing as an artist though so i mean to you know because imagine if you sat in a room with kendrick and he had questions about something that you had been through and you told him some things and then in the story he's not specifically saying oh you know chook blah 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 went through this went through that but how powerful would it feel to you if you just understood like even if no one else did you were just like, damn, I sat down with Kendrick, and now he's talking about it the way he's talking about it. And you never heard any part of the song, and then you hear it for the first time. you just be like, damn, you know, that means something to me. Yeah, exactly. Probably so that, means something to a lot of people, too. Yeah, so exactly. you never know. But, uh, yeah, those are definitely the standouts for me. So I'll say it again, just in case y'all ain't listened to it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't have listened to it by now. It's been out for a minute, but. Yeah. I mean, for me, Die Hard, uh, 
Rich Spirit, Silent Hill. Go ahead and check out Auntie Diaries too and Savior. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good one too. Those yeah, are those so, are those are standouts for me on that one. To kind of go back to your initial thoughts when you were saying like um you know, you had Dam and then you had his five year hiatus. <laughs> hiatus, huh? That's what they call him. And it's just like, yeah, like Cole's my favorite rapper. Like, let me just put that straight out. It goes Cole and then back and forth between like what'd you say, the recency bias yeah. bias? It goes between Kendrick and uh Big Sean. And then I'll just give uh, Drake that spot just because he's up there and there's Big no denying Sean. it. Yeah, Big Sean, man. Come on, man. Stop sleeping. Okay. Anyways, but to Kendrick, so it's like, oh. I just feel like they're in better places mentally than where Kendrick's at. Just based off of like, like I was mentioning before, like, I feel Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is very therapeutic from his personal perspective. So it gives the whole aura of the album like therapy. Like, he even, like, literally name-drops therapy, like, handfuls of times. And he's talking about things that's, like, Kendrick's always been very, like, dense with the things that he tries to convey, whether it be, like, emotions or just experience. But that goes back to my favorite song, which is Mother I Sober. Like, it's not my favorite song. Like, I'll say it's the most impactful song, and it's probably, I would put it in my favorites of Kendrick's, like, favorite Kendrick songs of all time. But off the album, obviously, like, the enjoyable songs like Die Hard, Rich Spirit, you know, Savior, they're all more enjoyable. But Mother Eye Sober is, like, the one that stands out to me the most. And I just feel like Cole is, that's what I was telling you, too, the other day. Like, his Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is kind of like Cole's, like, four eyes only. Kind of like when they're in a certain place in their personal lives and in their careers, they just want to be as real as possible. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And as, as stripped down and as honest as possible. I feel like Cole had that experience with four eyes only. And that yeah. I, that's why I feel like he's more... He even talked about it in the offseason. He was kind of just like, I don't want to get to the end of my career and saying, like, you didn't do this, you didn't do that with this, that, and that person. But I feel like Four Eyes only gave him the opportunity to think about that kind of thing and then kind of open the door for that. And I feel like, not that Kendrick was, like, behind core or anything, but he had his damn, which is probably his... It's going to be his biggest project ever, I think, up, at least up until this date. But I feel like uh, this album was his Four Your Eyes only. I feel like it was him really, like, letting go of, like, the deepest shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you said it the first time, I was kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? But, you know, after I thought about it, I was like, yeah, kind of. Because, I mean, I remember uh, I remember when Cole dropped Four Yards Only, and uh, people were like, why are you talking about, why he made a song about folding clothes? <laughs> but, I mean, that whole album was just, and I think they had the HBO documentary kind of to go with it. He kind of went back home. You've seen his yeah. dad. I feel like also, too, like, like with that. that song, like, obviously, I think that that's, like, the weakest song on the on the album. But you can't listen to it out of context and then judge it solely based off of that song. Yeah, he's just sharing an experience. Right. He's, he's just being an artist. Yeah. As he is. Yeah. As he should. And, like, there's no way to say weakest in a good way. So it's just like I, when you put every single other song. We just see on you that because album. you're looking at him as a rapper. He made the song as himself, and he just yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's subjective once he puts it out, but yeah, to him it it's whatever it is, yeah. right? So, but, uh, but yeah, that's what I was saying. So it's just like when I I mean I wanted Kendrick. I'll be honest, like I was like, but two years went by. I remember when fucking rappers back in the day were just dropping like around the same time every year. That was that was a different time. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that we got what we got after five years, I'm not mad at it at all. Nah, yeah, it's... I'm not mad at it at all. I'm actually super, super happy with it. I actually really like it. Like I was telling you, was that on this episode? What we were talking about, like, driving in the car and listening to music? <laughs> we came to the consensus that that's the best way to listen to music? I believe so. Okay. Honestly, we might have scrapped it. I'm not even <laughs> sure. I'm not even sure, hey, bro. We're, uh, we're a little rusty. Yeah, you know, that's how it goes, man. But anyways, yeah. So I mean, I just been listening to that album a lot. Uh, I've also been listening to uh, Ramona Hart. Uh, Ramona Park broke my heart. Oh yeah, Vince. By the one and only Long Beach's very own Vince Staples. Vince. He's been on one, bro. I used to sleep on Vince too. I know you did. It's crazy. I don't know what I was doing. Did but, uh... I, Did I kind of push him on you? Remember we were talking about the other day. Oh, come on. We were talking. I didn't push John Mayer on. Hey, everybody listening. Chuk is a huge John Mayer fan, and I am too. <laughs> and we both just have that in common. I saw him live yeah, once. Yeah, have man. you? 
Alright, relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I, played uh, Split Screen Sadness. No, nah, man, I, uh, I haven't been able to time. make it down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you're a real fan, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know. And, and, and here's the thing about mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. I am. And so that's probably where I'll just end it. No, nah, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Vince Staples, like, was he one of the people that, like, like I would play or kind of just mention to you in passing every now and again and you kind of just, like, gain traction off of that? Or was it kind of... Vince Staples kind of just fell, fell to you? Um, I mean... I'd say a little bit of that. Uh, my homie Angelo uh, listens to Vince Staples too. Yeah. So he he's kind of, you know, this actually, it's it's kind of a little bit of a, it's kind of off, it's kind of off track, but it's okay. still on track at the same time. So like, so I, I was never really into like Tyler the Creator, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, you know, I don't know, that. but. Man, I, I tell you what, mm. I was sleeping for real. Yeah, you understand what I'm trying to say. So, in right, like the on, last, let me let me pull up this vinyl for you. Right? You got a little bit of that flower boy. What is oh, that? Yeah. Oh, on the vinyl too. Yeah, on okay. the vinyl. I see it. I'm showing the camera right now, but you know we're not live. But but um, see soon enough. but yeah, let me tell you, bro. Like in the last two years, um, I say I kind of you know, and and I said this to you before too. Like sometimes when you hear things, you just ain't ready for it's it. It's just not the time. It's just not the time. But I was definitely sleeping on Tyler, super hard. Yep. Uh, I was sleeping on Vince, and you know I made a commitment to just never sleep again, because okay. sometimes. Well, I mean, you, sometimes it's gonna be out of your control. Sometimes but, but it's it out of control. It sounds like your experience with Tyler was just you heard a dose and you're kind of just like, eh, not for me. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't around. this Tyler. It was the. It was no, during yeah, the you know, know Odd Future Wolf Gang. Yeah, he was wild. Kill them all. It was, it was. It was during that time. I was just like, oh, this. Yeah. I can't really vibe to this. And then, and then I, you know, mm-hmm. as time goes on. He develops as an artist, this and this, and you know the music is crazy, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, Same amazing. thing with Vince. Yeah. Same thing with Vince, Vince. is amazing too. I forget which album it was. Of Vince's. Uh, no, no, not that one. Big that one's Theory. A, yeah. Where, was that the one that was more kind of like techno or? Yes. Very yeah. elec- uh, electro. Yeah. So I, I mean, fuck with that. I might have been. I might have been around that time. I'm like, yo, what is this? So I'm like, you know, kind of tuned out. But luckily, I tap back in. I'm yeah. grateful for it because. Uh, yeah. You tap back into Vince or you tap back into the Big Fish Theory? Tap back into Vince. That's okay. just, you know. I'm saying, I'm just being since, honest. since you're on that Vince plane right now, maybe go back and revisit certain songs from um, maybe Big Fish Theory. I mean, I vouch. Yeah. No, maybe. I'll stand by that. No, do it. 100%. Maybe. Don't, wait. 100% maybe. We can run this back. You said that you'll never sleep again. Don't sleep. I'm not sleeping. Don't sleep. Wide awake, dude. No, you're <laughs> I'm fucking, looking right at you're you. You're dead ass in a coma. Okay. Well, is that you? <laughs> no, I'm saying. All okay, right. For real, for real. Uh, there is like some really really high points on Big Fish Theory. Okay. Honestly, uh, I listened to Summertime '06. Obviously, I heard North North was probably one of the first songs I ever heard. I ain't never heard for nothing but the police. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then uh, he had a song uh, like it is, and then I don't know that was that song kind of just kind of stuck with me. And then even Summertime '06, like it's a cool body of work, but then it really really made me attend to big fish theory and then while it was electro and i wasn't necessarily into that i'm not necessarily into that um i always had like a mindset and i'm pretty sure we talked about it before but i'm always in a mindset where if i have a perception of how an artist is i don't feel like it's right as a listener to expect certain bodies of music from certain artists you know what i'm saying just because it's like they're doing the work to get it done and if whatever they give you if you don't like it you don't like it but you can't sit there and say like Oh, I like this type of events, or I don't like that type of events. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just giving you him. Same thing that you were kind of talking yeah, about with Kendrick. 100%. He's just giving you him, and if you interpret it in a way that you like, then it is what it is. But, having said that, it really challenged me as a listener to kind of get around that, and then get through it, and then actually listen to it, and then appreciate his boldness and his creativity, and the fact that he wasn't subject to kind of just like, I have to stay within the confines of how I'm supposed to be like as a street dude, like as a crip, like, and that's another thing I was telling you, like when Vince talks about that type of stuff, like he's being real about it. So it's like, that's something that I can respect because I just, you can just see through certain bullshit when certain rappers and certain artists, certain musicians talk about things that they're not really associated with. And you can tell when it's fabricated, when it's over-exaggerated, but with Vince, you know that it's coming from a real place. So the fact that you would expect like hard hitting 808s, really obnoxious bass and just like some really grimy bars vince hits you with things that you're not anticipating 
and I can appreciate that. He's he's a real creative. No, he is. He is definitely. I, a lot like Tyler in that kind of way too. Kind yeah. Of just, no, absolutely. Hundred percent. Just, uh, just doing their own thing, kind of making their own lane. Hundred percent. And uh, I mean, it works. Because at the end of the day, that's what. I mean, shit, that's what music is, bro. When you when you hear the same thing, obviously we all think the same thing. Like, oh, this person sounds like this, 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 and this. But mm. you can always differentiate the people that's that kind of are authentic with their sound because it sounds slightly different and you're like oh this sounds you know and then people catch on to it and then other people try to kind of jump on that wave but you can always tell like kind of who is more in tune with that kind of sound and like right. a lot like you know kanye started a whole lot of different sounds and you know you right. might hear people kind of biting off that but it's like you know like you could always think back and be like oh I heard it from Kanye first when yeah. he, and especially with the samples though. Let's not even get into that. And there's that, a though. difference. A whole there's a difference too, be, like between hearing an artist and recognizing the influence, and then hearing an artist and then saying like, "Oh, they just sound the same." Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But yeah, um, Ramona Har- uh, Ramona Park broke my heart. What's the top three on that one? What's the top three song or top three songs? For you, Shit. at least. Oh, what do you got? I mean, let me pull up the track list, but I mean, I was going to get into his self-titled uh, album first. We could we could do that, too. Because, okay, so album. let me tell you this. Honestly, I had that album on repeat for probably about a month. Dude. Because I was just in it. <laughs> Dude, just, that was Honestly, I would start heavy it. Heavy rotation, bro. Start it, and then it would just end at 10 and go right back to 1. Heavy rotation, bro. Yeah. Um, That's a good song. But no, so when, when he... I was listening to Big Fish Theory, actually, and then... You know how like when on Apple Music when you go all the way to the bottom it says other art or other other albums by this artist? Uh-huh. I saw his face and I was like, That's new. Like You said, which one is this? It was like Summertime 06 and then Big Fish Theory. So when I saw his face, I was kinda of just like, Yeah, what the fuck? And I clicked on it, it said like July or something like or June. It came out like mid uh mid year last year. Mm-hmm. And then this was like at around like October time. So this is like three, four months later. And then I played Are You With That, the very first track, and I was so disappointed in myself that I didn't know about this. And I, maybe it was just because that time, like last year, there was a lot of music dropping, like early and mid-year. So there was a lot of stuff that I was probably getting drowned, you know, that drowned that out. Mm. Uh, a lot had to do with the off-season. Pretty sure that dropped early last year, right? I believe so, yeah. Either way, it kind of just passed, passed my radar and I didn't notice it, and I was kind of kicking myself for it. But I was happy because I started listening to it, and it was fucking dope as shit. Like, every song, front to back, like, its replay value is ridiculous. Vince, like, snapped on that shit. The beats were so fucking hard. Like, everything about it, like, and it was short and sweet. It was 10 tracks, right? Yeah, 10 tracks. Oh, my gosh, bro. It's like 30 minutes, like high 20s, low 30 minutes. Yeah. And I was saying, like, when it comes to music, food, drinks, I love small doses of things because it always leaves you wanting more mm. i'd rather i'd always rather have something in small increments that leaves me wanting more rather than eating something or drinking something or listening to something so much to where i'm fucking tired of it and i never want it again you know what i'm saying yeah i mean especially i feel like uh just the fact that i had you know 10 tracks on in there just 10 just very very good tracks right i mean it was just enough it, i mean he knew it was enough we know it's enough it just came off you know, maybe he would have put a couple extras that just were skippable. Like, it just might have not hit the same. But right. the fact yeah, that this I one, you could literally play the whole album through, and it's just all so seamless. If you want a top three on Ramona Park, I can do that. Go ahead. Let's start with let's start with the Vince Staples uh, self-titled album. Okay, top Vince three? Vince Staples, yeah. <laughs> uh, number one. Or not even top three. No, no, no just, I, can, I can give you okay, top three. Well, if you can do it. If you can uh, do it, Number ahead. one is Sundown Town. Okay. For sure. And that's just the overall aura of the song. Of course. Uh, number two would be Take Me Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you say her name? Fauché? Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name, but if you know her, Fauché. Take Me Home by Vince Staples and Fauché. She did her fucking thing on that song, and I love her voice, and she's amazing. Uh, Take Me Home is a very, very close number two, snipping on the heels of Sundown Town. And then I think... For number three, I'll just go with Are You With That because mm. that was my introduction to that album and it's just fucking... It's a dope track. This album is so good, bro. 
I think I, so. Oh, it's actually only twenty two minutes. Great. Yeah, dude, super short. But um, love that. Yeah, for me, it's gonna have to be Sundown Town. As number one. Okay, sure. I was about to say, are you going from three to one or what? No, 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 from one to three, bro. Okay. Sundown Town. I could die tonight, so today I'm gonna go get paid. Yeah. Come on, and then yeah, and then the rest. Come on. But I anyways, mean, there's a reason why I picked it for number one too. I mean, let's come just, on, let's just don't act like, bro. You don't got to quote let's, lyrics for me. You're doing that for the listeners. Yeah, that's for the listeners. Right. Tap in. Yeah, but, Sundown uh, Town. Sundown Town for sure. Number two will probably be. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'll say taking trips. Taking trips? Okay. Taking trips are pretty good. I like that one. That's a cool joint. Um, and then number three, Lil Fade. Yeah. Lil I remember Fade. you were saying that that beat had you going crazy. Well, it's just something about it. Yeah, no, you know I know. What I mean? and, uh, it's everything about it. I don't know if, y- if y'all ain't heard Lil Fade by, by Vince Staples. Go ahead, cut that on, man. Turn it up to 15. Maybe even Wait, 18. That's your number two? That Lil Fade is number three. What was number two? Taking trips. Taking trips, okay. I just, I just, I kind of just liked what he was doing with that one. Right. Um, it's hard to explain. That beat's kind of like it got that little trippy feel to it, and you know, hence taking trips. Yeah. But no, seriously, it's a, uh, yeah, taking trips number two for sure. I like, um, I like take me home because it was very like grounded. Yeah. Now that's that's the whole thing about this album, dude. It got like it got that kind of like ebb and flow, just yeah, up and down, and you know. Yeah. Nothing nothing in the middle, just it just kinda of very it's a very nice arc. Right. I'd say the whole thing. But uh Ramona Park broke my heart. That one came out this year, yeah? Um, it either yeah. Yeah. Came out uh, this year. And uh the song on I remember well let's came out early this year. Uh I'm not sure specifically when. Um but you wanna get into your favorites? You look like you loaded up and ready to go, so I mean Well I mean number one A free the homies. That one was yeah. That one. Hey, what? Come okay, on so now. never at any point did I if like. If I had one wish, I free the homie. Put up on the gas, hundred on the debt. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, he's Tough. different. He's different. Tough. He's um, different so right now. that that song like took a while to get around to me, just because not because I thought it was like inferior to the other songs, but just because obviously other songs just stuck out to me first. Um, but. So okay, so that's your number one. That's the number one. I'd probably Easy. say number two, Magic. Okay. Um, Bobby. number three. Don't probably say Mama's Boy. Honestly. Okay. That was a good that's one. That's fire. That was a good one. That's fire. There's like 16 that. tracks on this one. 41 minutes, so it's essentially doubled. Yeah, but I mean this this one's still. I mean, depending on your taste, of course, it could be a play all the way through. This one to me got a couple skippables, but you know that's yeah just, for sure. I that's mean, that's just how the game goes. Uh, sometimes. I don't find depending on the mood, of course. East Point player, like the one with little baby, it's a it's a cool smooth track. Like I like to bump it, but yeah. if I'm going out of my way to play that, I'm, I'm not going to that track. Um, my favorite track, my top, I know my top three. I'm just trying to place them from one, two, three. Um, A free the homies is number three. Uh-huh. and then I think. Uh, Number two would be When Sparks Fly. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And then my favorite one is The Blues. A, Free the Homies, we already touched on it. When Sparks Fly, bro, when when that chorus came on, I didn't want that shit to end. <laughs> I wanted to just stay there forever, bro. Like, I, f- I forget. Like, I was, like, driving. And we talked about, like, you know, obviously, listening to music while you're driving is, like, the best thing. But I, like, got to where I was going when that song started playing. So I was like just about to turn my car off. You just left it on. And stayed. Yeah, bro. And I was just like I was just like, oh shit. And it was my first time ever hearing it. Uh-huh. And I could like not only in my car in my car driving, but I'm just like in my car, period. And I'm like stationary. I'm parked. So that's like as immersed in your car as you can get. So that song came on and I was just like, yo. The chorus came on and I was like, yo, just keep going. Like, I don't want this to stop. And then his verses gave me a very Nas vibe, and uh, I was listening to Nas probably like a month, two months ago, and then I some gave of his you new shit or some of his old, shit? Uh, some of his old shit. Oh. Uh, so I was listening to I Gave You Power. Mm. Obviously, he raps from the perspective of of a gun and the usage of it. But so when when Vince did that, at first my first two three listens was probably like okay, obviously he's talking about a girl, he's talking about the relationship between like intimate men and women or whatever. But then when I listened to it again, I was kind of like, oh, shit, okay, he's rapping from the perspective of a gun. That's pretty clear. So 
I like that he gave me glimpses of Nas. I like that. I'm not saying like he's on par lyrically or like on the all time list as Nas, but I'm just saying like from that perspective, I enjoyed that he took me to that place. Some something I'm so familiar with. And then the blues was just very poetic for me, like the structure of it, the kind of d- the delivery of the song, the uh, the repetitions and kind of like the bridges. It gave me a very poetic feel. Mm. And his verses were almost spoken word, but you can tell he was kind of flowing and he had some rhythm. So I like that a lot. Um, pretty sure I mentioned to you, like, I used to, like, I enjoyed writing poetry just because it was kind of a way for me to kind of, like, you know, get some shit off my chest or whatever. Yeah, and then obviously, self expression never hurt yeah, nobody. And obviously, being into hip hop, it kind of developed into kind of like some flows or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Nothing crazy. But no, nah, so that's why that All song right. stuck out to me. And, it, and it's the last song for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of just, like, it hits the strongest chord for me. But yeah, Vince Stable is on some shit, bro. Man, so if y'all haven't listened to Vince Stables nor Kendrick Lamar's, uh, you know, latest and greatest, I mean, I suggest you tap in. That's uh, I still think Damsel, like a better overall album, but oh no, it is for sure. And Miss Morales and Big Steppers biggest highlights outshine Dam's biggest highlights, in my opinion. Even though Fear is my all-time favorite song by Kendrick, Dam was just Dam was just kind of just never mind. I, I take that back. I take that back. Just because Fear is my my favorite song ever by Kendrick. Yeah, no, damn. Mother, I saw was on, probably on a two. whole different level, to be honest. Not a whole different level. N- like a In whole certain- different. Not, not, not. I'm saying. I'm not even saying like about subject. Man. I'm just saying it was just a whole different level of. Mentality? I don't even know how to explain it. No, not mentality. Like it was just, it was like a moment. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, it was a bigger moment for sure. And I'll stand by that. So it was just a bigger moment. Not saying that the music was better. That's fair. I don't want to compare it like that, but it was just a bigger moment, and everything kind of fit very nicely. That's fair. You can't you can't really recreate too many of those. It's kind of like a, you know, like a game winner or something like you know. That's fair. Like in a very big series, like it's just yeah, you know, um, it's a moment. What else we got? Um, we also had D Day, Dreamville, and Gangsta Grills. Oh, you know, I actually saw Earth Gang a concert like. It was like a month and a half ago. Yeah, so they performed Ghetto Gods. Yeah. Did they perform anything off of Maryland? Um, no. Well, they, they did. I just bank? don't remember what song. No, no, no. No, they, they didn't. I thought they would do Bank for sure. I don't remember exactly all the songs. Honestly, we were standing like right there, dude. Like, my ears were ringing for like four days. That's fire. Um, but yeah, though, they did, uh, <laughs> they, did, they did a majority of Ghetto Gods, uh, their latest album. And um, did they play that? They also did Stick. From Ooh. uh from D Day, the the Dreamville uh mixtape with D Day drama, Martian and shit. I mean, I was trying to hit some people with some elbows for sure. Okay. I don't know if they were into it, in the way that I was into it, but they was getting it for the duration of the song. They accepted what was going on. And you said Jid them. wasn't there, right? And he wasn't. No, Jid uh, was not there. So, I mean, who was uh did any did they bring anybody out? Or nah, they... just they just had openers and then they kind of just came in and did their thing. It okay. was cool though. I liked it. it was yeah, very, yeah. You know what I mean? Very straightforward in that way. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, that D-Day album. That was... It was cool. I mean, it was cool. cool. It was it, it was, was nice because it was unexpected. It's cool. I like that Dreamville goes out of their way and they kind of just do things. Like yeah. Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Revenge of the Dreamers 3. That was... That was... <laughs> that was... That was that what, was also a moment. What year did that come out? 2019? I want to say... Yeah. 2019. Because it was pre-pandemic, I believe. Bro. Um, but yeah. Yeah, when Dreamville comes out and they do things like that, that it's, it's cool because I just like to see, you know, they're just out here creating. So yeah. it's, it's it's a good, it kind of keeps them in the in the forefront of, uh, you know, rap fans' minds. If, mm. you're, if you're into that kind of rap, if you're into that, uh, you know, that, that particular type of artistry. Um, but yeah, nah, like, you know, D-Day was cool. Had some, had some, had some things on there. Yeah. Not too I much mean, playback value with me, on a, but, uh, go ahead. You know, not too much playback value with me, but you know, it's uh, you know, I gave it a listen. I gave it a couple of listens. Um, know? what's it called? Uh, Boss Shine for me. JID always kind of does his thing. Uh, I like the fact that Cause was able to have his own thing where he was really just spitting. Cause I feel like people would still be sleeping on Cause. Cause Cause really does have like a TDE type sound where it's like really like kind of rough around the edges and a little raw and a little. You know what I'm saying? So I think Cause is like hungry. And I feel like for whatever reason, people just kind of just don't give him that. 
I mean, when you when you when you sign to Cole, it, it's just yeah. You got to I mean, you just got to come with it. I mean, yeah. that's probably just it's just the nature. That's of the, the beast. same thing. Uh, Loot's hella nice. I just feel like Loot and Omen, mm. they're kind of just not content with where they're at because I think that they want to be the best in some aspect, but I don't think that they necessarily crave that. I think that they genuinely just like being rappers and just artists. Whereas, whereas Kaz and Jid, I feel like that they're like going for the top. Like I feel like that their their goal and their point of view is like looking to the top. I feel like Omen and Loot is looking very straightforward, and they kind of just, you know, what I'm saying they kind of just know their identity, and they kind of just, I don't know. And I don't that's just kind of what I get from their music and their delivery and whatnot. I don't. Uh, I agree with that, but I also don't necessarily hold it against them to like to yeah, just no, I'm enjoy not. creating. Yeah, there's nothing I mean, wrong with that at all. That's perfectly fine too. While people, I'm, oh my bad. No, but, uh, while people look at rap as a competition, it's uh, okay to not look at it as a competition. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, I mean, there's room for everybody. Obviously, yeah. I mean, there's so many. It's saturated, but it's always everybody. You know, the good, the good stuff's gonna rise to the top, right? You know, regardless of where it comes from, right? Regardless of what genre or background or whatever, you know, you're always gonna find out. Oh yeah, this person stands out to me more than this. But that's why people have fans. That's why, I mean, everything is so, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, they're not particularly super mainstream, for sure. But maybe that's not the intention. I mean, they're, they're good enough to be in the in the same studio as Cole and, you know, be dropping these hits. So it's like, it's good. I yeah. appreciate it. Appreciate the grind. Yeah, for sure. Kind of how we were talking about how J. Cole's kind of just featuring on everything. It's just like, yeah. But, um, shoot. We also had Denzel Curry. I was bumping him the other day when he was in the, when he was in the Evo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, melt my melt my eyes see your future. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that one. I remember you told me there's that that one track, the one track you played. The ills. The ills. That was a good one. I like that. Yeah, um, I played a couple. Uh, it was kind of just playing on its own, but it was the ills, um, X Wing, X Wing was a nice little. You know what I'm saying? Head bobber, kind of little. Um, Ain't No Way with uh, Black and Rico Nasty was pretty cool. The Smell of Death was very, <laughs> sounds, you know, on the surface like, <laughs> you know, I don't know what you would perceive that as, but, you know. The Smell of Death, of course. Yeah. Solid album. Uh, shoot, what else do we have? Think anything else? Think anything else top? As far as music, man, I, I'd say that's that's what someone got to tap in with. Oh, Pusha. Push T. It's uh, almost dry. You sleeping? Push T? Who? Push T. It's so, almost dry. It's what? It's almost dry. Push T. His career? What do we talk? You said <laughs> okay. No, you, you need to go listen. So okay. You sleeping? You never sleep again. Well, we don't have to get into it because I don't want to. You started talking about Push T. I got a little tired. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know where it came from. That's fine. That's just the way my body's reacting right now. Well, I mean, if you find a minute, just listen to something. You know, a so minute. Maybe, maybe it might. I look around for it. I look around. I look into it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Pusha T. Uh, <laughs> Don't sit there and act like but, um, Pusha T is not one of the nicest. But anyways, man, you been okay. watching the finals though? Yeah, I've been watching the finals, man. We got game, uh, game four. I believe it's game four. Tonight. Game four tonight. Yeah, game in Boston. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Boston's looking good. I'm just like, but I don't know what the fuck is going on with this officiating, bro. Like, yeah, that's, that's it's a, just the that, that happens every year though, like. I, Every... It's just progressively getting worse, though, because of the players and the money value and just the NBA as a brand. Never mind. I'm not going to talk shit about the NBA while we're in the NBA Finals. We'll get to that. But the series has been good. Like, when it just comes down to just the teams and their will to compete, like, it's it's a good Finals. It's literally, you know, it literally went Boston, Golden State, Boston, and then tonight. So it's just like, it's literally blow for, uh, blow, for blow type series. I say going to say wins tonight. You can quote me on that if they win. Okay. And well, if they don't. I, like I mean, we'll to, cross like that bridge when happens. we get there. Um, I feel like definitely I don't see Golden State having two poor performances like that back-to-back. No, not, not even that they played poorly, but just the fact that they were able to claw their way back and then they kind of let and it slip. They, yeah, exactly. I, I just don't see that happening uh, twice. If they do lose, I think that it'll be a very back-and-forth game and then maybe eventually certain uh, – uh, one of the teams will pull away at the end, but I don't think it's just going to be like, you know, an ass whooping on either yeah. end, especially Boston kind of just being in home. I feel like that they have trouble living up to their fans' expectations. I mean, talking about Boston fans? Yeah. 
No, I'm talking about Boston as a team performing it in Boston. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about Boston fans, so it's like you know what they just very they have high they have very high expectations. Yeah, I mean they have fucking 17 world championships. Yeah, and also they're a little <laughs> bit racist too, from what I hear. I mean, I'm I'm pretty. I sure don't hear gonna, good things. I'm pretty sure you're gonna encounter that everywhere. Like I hate when people like say not that, but I hate when people sing single out certain cities for certain things but i've been to enough basketball games and professional games of all sports to mm. understand that there's people like that literally everywhere no i understand that it just seems like you know there's more people like that in boston <laughs> if, if if that were I feel like it's if that easy, were something that we could you i feel know, like it's easier to imagine that and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're wrong I, I but I'm wrong. I feel like if you hear it versus seeing it for yourself, then that's two different things. I don't really see myself going to Boston. Um, but not in the physical. I'm saying like <laughs> if you have like clear cut examples. Of yeah, like no, I'm saying if we, if we, if we of, could get a little graph for a chart or something, we could work on that maybe for the next episode. Kind of just get some t- maybe. Some, so when some, you're watching some, the uh, statistics, game, you have to read some people's lips. And oh wow, understand that's and rough. Tally, yeah, I mean, because that's the only way you're gonna be able to do it, right? I mean, they keep cutting the camera, though. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, then you can't sit there and say that it's predominantly more uh, I'd have offensive. to go down there, huh? I gotta, or just I pay go closer attention, however you would do that. I got to go you down there. You can call the somebody jersey. on the phone that's at the game, whatever the whatever you got to do. Right. But you have to have valid, you know. Yeah, where are my Bostonians at, man? Just tell me if you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> Couple crickets. Anonymous message, man. But don't, well, you know, anonymous, don't say anything crazy. Uh, you know, but either way, I'll scratch you, that. Like, <sighs> you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. It just it okay. just sounds bad. It sounds bad over there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I get what like you're getting at. Place. That's why I'm not saying that you're completely wrong. But what I'm saying is that we don't have it like the. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There okay. you go. But uh, so who you got though? Who you got um, tonight? what do you think? I think I got Golden State tonight. I just don't. Yeah, I, I feel so like too. the sense of urgency that. Uh, Steve Kerr's gonna apply, and I feel like uh, the way Clay, I feel like Draymond's gonna come out a little better, but I don't really see him like, you know, going crazy on the points or anything. I feel like he's just gonna play a little smarter. I feel like Clay, Clay had a really good last game though. I mean, it was nice to see him kind of like actually perform. I think he dropped like twenty five or something like that, like somewhere in the mid to high twenties. So he had a really good game. I just feel like him and Steph, like. Just their one-two punch. I feel like that they probably are gonna pull the team together for this this one. Yeah, I think I think the Warriors got this one. I mean, uh, I'll, I'm excited to see it though. Yeah, I mean, it's a little premature, but uh, what's your series take? Like your full series take? Like if you had to call it right now. Um, if I had to call it right now, so I mean, in my head, what I was predicting. So I kind of saw. Um, who won the first game again? It was Boston. Boston. Yeah. 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 So I think I remember I was talking about it briefly, uh, like game day. I was like, I saw Boston winning that first game. Just kind of, I was, I was just kind of like, yeah, they're just kind of gonna take this one. Warriors get the next. Boston got the last one. I say Warriors get the next two. I just don't see it going any other way. I just personally. Don't. You, see, you said you I, see Boston taking. No, the next I see two? Warriors taking the next two. So you see. Basically, Warriors winning three straight from this point on. Yeah. Okay. So that's winning now in Boston, in Golden State, then in Boston Game 6. Yeah. I believe huh. so. I believe they're going to get their, their head of steam um, going after these next two. Mm. And then, you know, after that, it's just going to be hard to stop the momentum. Especially when they're when they're already feeling it like that. That's just how I see it playing out. That's okay. just me. I don't know how it's going to go down. Don't ask me nothing else. Don't ask me no basketball questions about no athletics and nothing like that. I don't want, you know, I, don't, I can't speak to that. But that's how I see it going. If it goes that way, then I was right. If it doesn't, then we can talk about it. Sure. <laughs> you <laughs> we'll know what I mean? that bridge when we get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah fuck it. Yeah. Uh, my original pick was Boston in seven. But honestly, it's just like, if it even gets to a game seven, it's kind of just like, it's literally anybody's game. I feel like Boston is a little too big for them, and defensively, they really pose problems for the Warriors. Um, when they just run that high pick and roll, I feel like the bigs just have to really be up in Steph's face and give him no space and kind of just rely on the switch to kind of, like, prevent the big from rolling and actually getting an easy bucket. But if, like, the big is on the pick and roll and they step up and don't give Steph space and their defense stays disciplined 
and their defense can, but their defense can carry them to a championship for sure. But it, it all just comes down to situational basketball. Like Steph and Clay and Dre, they've been here before, so that's why I will never, I won't count them out. No. But I mean, Boston's looking good, bro. Cause that's an, another point too that I was talking to Zig about. But it's just like not that it has like it's not the entirety of the situation, but it it's a core component. I feel like, but it's like Steph. Uh, Draymond and Claire are all like in their 30s and it's like damn near all the Jalen Brown Jason Tatum uh, freaking white I think they're all under the age of 25 so it's just like yeah. just naturally they're gonna have more energy to kind of just be running non-stop you know what I'm saying so it's kind of just like I'm not saying that they're old by any means but at the end of game one freaking or game one end of like first second quarter like 50% of the Warriors had their hands on their hips and they were just like these motherfuckers running, they're playing hard D. You know what I'm saying? Like Marcus Smart is super energetic. Um, he's just a fucking ball hawk. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Boston has all the tools and capabilities to beat mm-hmm. Golden State, but it's a matter of who's gonna dig a little bit deeper and really like stay centered, stay grounded, and under- not get ahead of themselves. Would you say experience plays into a lot of this? Hundred percent. Because I think, like, especially when it gets harder. But when it comes to like Steph's experience on top of what he's able to do like bro that's yeah. an unstoppable force that's where like, I, that's where i see the that's where i see it kind of yeah being but, a little tougher but that's that what instance. that's what steph struggled with in game one though because he was popping off bro he dropped like what he i think he hit like six threes in the first quarter but it's like when it came to that fourth quarter they sat him late in the third i think they were up by like seven or eight or something like that and they closed the gap into the third and then started the fourth. Boston just started to pull away. Steph Curry came back in and was just a little too late. He put up a couple shots, missed a couple. But it's just like, Steph needs Clay to step up. And Clay had a good game, but then Poole has to play better. Uh, Andrew Wiggins played really good last game. He just ran out a little steam at the end. So if they can all put it together, they have all the tools and capabilities to win this as well. And experience is their their advantage. I think Boston's advantage is their defense and just their young age. So you think Warriors won the series? No. You think Boston won the series? I think they both have a very good chance, but I'm pulling for Boston. Okay. But I'm not going to sit there and say, I think that definitively the Golden State's going to win, or I'm not going to sit there and say that Boston's going to win. Fair enough. I'll pull for Boston, but the Warriors have way more, like they have the ability to win at 100%. Because they've done it before. I mean, there's no reason to say that they can't do it. That's stupid. I like that. I like that. Shit, what else going on this weekend? We got the oh UFC we got that, man. My girl Valentina. Bro, how long has it been? For a pay per view event. Three weeks. No, four. No. A month. It's been a month. Who's UFC two seven four? Man. That was when uh See, that was when Tony Ferguson got uh Oh my gosh. He got uh Michael you know, Chandler, shout out. Yeah. He got kicked in his face. He got you know it was a, it was a rough night. Yeah. Whatever. It was. That was May 7th. Was the main event? That was uh, Oliver and Gaethje. Oh, yeah. How May 7th. So it was, about a, it was about a month ago. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a while, man. I'm glad the UFC's back, though, Brian. You know. Well, I mean, it's it never back. left. It, it's, it's never left, but, you know. Yeah. Right. There's been some see, downtime for good sure. Good to see a little, you know, a little, main, a little pay-per-view main event. Mm-hmm. This car is stacked, though. I'm not going to lie. I mean, let's just... Whaley Zhang, Joanna, um, Oof. you know. And Two. her last name, of course. Um, uh, yo, Jacek. Yep. So you got you I'm got Whaley, sure you got Whaley and Joanna, you got Valentina uh, and Talia Santos. Wait. And Glover, can you pay Teixeira, a little... and uh, Yuri Projaka. Can you pay a little bit more respect to Valentina and introduce her you properly know how I feel, and though. say her middle name or her nickname? Valentina the Bullet Shevchenko. There you go. You already know how I feel though. No, I know, but you should just be when you initially said like. It's not, even, it's not it's even about what I said. It's about how I feel, right? Yeah, no. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so, hundred percent. I mean, Valentina's a goat. I'll I'll just I'll just do my pickums right now, anyways. Um. So wait, are you I'm, starting from the third fight? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm starting with the uh, with who's the Whaley and Joanna. Who's uh, the fourth and fifth fight? Uh, Andre Fialo, Jake Matthews, and uh, Jake Madelina, oh. and Rob Zon and Meev. Okay. Okay. 
But uh, yeah, a couple fights got canceled too. But uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna start with that was with what uh fucking Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori. Oh yeah. Yeah, it got canceled. Do you know why? Uh, I think they just moved it to a later date. Oh, that's to be whack. honest. But uh, so yeah, let me start with these three, man. Go let ahead. me just start. Uh, so I think I'm just gonna go Wayley, Valentina, and Yuri. Okay. That's how I feel. And honestly, if you're a betting person, what you said, Whaley? Yeah. Okay. If you're a betting person, man or woman, I'd say these are very strong picks. Yeah, those are. Those and are honestly, the I've, sure. I've, I've, uh, I mean, you know, the, you know a little bit about this. You know, I've been, you know, I've been on a little bit of a streak when it comes to this. You know, I've been on. You a streak. picked Amanda, or you picked fucking um, Let's, Juliana to beat Amanda, and that's like your st- one standout pick. I'm not well, gonna lie to you. you don't remember the other ones? Come on, the Dustin one. Come on, I've been, I've been on a little bit of a. Just give me Dustin some credit. Who? Just give me some credit, man. Dustin and who? Connor, both times. But anyways, but <laughs> that was that was before that fight. But though. I'm saying, but just okay. You know, I, yeah, whatever. You can have that. If, you you're, if you're a betting person, yeah, I'd say, you know, tap in. I will go with um, test your luck, man. I'll go with Whaley, Valentina, my girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll go with Glover. Okay. I'm going with Glover. All right. Um, when I was watching, uh, you watching it better, huh? I was watching Embedded, yeah. Go. And I got all the information I ever needed. Now, I was watching um, Israel Adesanya's uh, fight breakdown. Mm-hmm. And kind of just like, I mean, he was just talking, you know what I'm saying, about kind of his picks and stuff like that. He even picked uh, your boy. But just the the things that he pointed out, as far as like kind of like he's a little bit off balance when he strikes sometimes and kind of just his lack of discipline in certain areas and certain moments and I don't know. I just feel like Glover's just too, too experienced, and I feel like he'll eventually just pressure him, and then, I mean, we'll see where it goes. But I feel like Glover will stick it out. I feel like he waited this long to get a title, and I feel like he'll get a defense under his belt as well. You know what? So it's kind of funny as you're saying that. So I'm thinking about that. How you just kind of mentioned with the Warriors, how they're getting a little older, mm-hmm. not very, old, you know, not old. Kind of applies, but you know, in, in, in professional sports at least. Um, Glover, I believe he's like he's in his forties, yeah. Yeah. So you know, Yuri, young guy, and, and these fights and he are five fucked rounds. Fucked up, Dominic. These uh, fights are Do- five rounds. Dominic Reyes. Yeah, exactly. And and the the thing with it is the type of uh, forward movement that he brings, because mm-hmm. he's not really like a he's not too much of a counter striker. He's kind of moving forward constantly. So it's like that pressure is going to be felt both ways, right? So these guys are gonna have to meet, at, for, and if we go to a decision, that's a full twenty-five minutes, right? So, You're really just gonna have to let your eyes do your, yeah, you know, your thought process. Yeah, but it's like you know, I I, I say Yuri has it just because I think he has, he's gonna just take the edge, you know what I mean? Because yeah. at, at certain points, if he can, if he brings it the way he's been bringing it, it's gonna it's gonna be tougher tougher for Glover in the later rounds, especially if they go to a decision, because it's like yeah. okay, if he can't get that finish, and he's already a little like. You know, a little gassed out or a little like, okay, this is, you know, he's already trying to rethink his game plan mid-fight. It's gonna be, it's gonna be difficult for him to to recapitalize. So, if something doesn't happen early for Glover, I say he loses, and I say Yuri takes out that win, whether it's a finish late, later in the, you know, the fourth, fifth, or something like that, or if it's by decision. I just say, I I, that's that's kind of just how I see it going, just based on their styles, because they're, you know, they're gonna get after it from the first minute. Yeah. So we know that, that's and fair. then you have. All five rounds left to go, so that's that's what I got. And I'll say it one more time: if you a bad man or woman, no, that's a fair bet. I mean, it makes sense. You know, get your money. I just got faith. I got faith. Yeah, as okay. you should. Yeah, as you should. As everyone should. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'll be honest, man. I kind of miss Zig today. Where's Zig at? You know, I couldn't tell this you. Is, it was uh, it was his wife's birthday yesterday, so he's he's out there celebrating. Shout out! It was your mom's birthday too, right? Oh yeah, man. You know, shout, shout out. out, shout out, respect, yeah, love, shout out. Uh, unity. All that, all those kind of things, man. Teamwork, safety, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm safety all first, that. then teamwork. Safety first, then teamwork. Always, bro. Yeah. I remember a wise man what said that. Franco? Wise man said that, and then he got caught up with some. Um, oh boy. You know. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so the next UFC event, though, yeah. UFC 276. Yeah. Who's excited? Me too. Oh no, yeah. I'm so let's start from the the fifth fight of the night, the bantamweight matchup between Pedro Munoz and Sean O'Malley. That's gonna be a banger. Yeah. Uh, women's flyweight we got Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate mm. which is kind of like our Lauren Murphy's been around for a minute Misha Tate former champion 
it'd be nice to see that fight. We'll see where it goes. Hopefully, it's a slugfest, honestly. And then for the third fight is a super interesting one because I think one of the persons will probably get a title fight if Izzy defends. But it's uh, Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. I think Alex Pereira wins that one. But Sean Strickland's a fucking heavy hitter, bro. And he fucking... He's not super technical, though. Yeah, he's not. He's not. And we're, he's, he's going fucking, against a world-class kickboxer. Yeah. So we know he doesn't do any that's, grappling. Hey, I'm not saying that Strickland's going to go in there and win. But it's going to be an interesting fight. Because, I mean, Strickland's 25-3. Yeah, sure. Alex is 5-1. And, and he's kind of a maniac, too, at the same time. Yeah, too, so it's absolutely. Like, he's fucking also, nuts. He's a wild card Come in. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway 3. If Max doesn't win this one, bro, you should stop trying to fight this guy. Personally, that's just the way I feel. Even if it's all off of technicality, like if it's like, yeah, look, even if it's a fight look. to where it's just like, oh, Max won that, and then he loses it, it's just done with, if right? We, if we have to sit there and argue about like who won, then it's like, come on, no. it's kind of maybe he could have just worked a little harder, made it more clear. Yeah, there you go. I'm that's just, fair. I'm just that's fair. I'm just saying, if that's you've fair. already had, if you have one close decision that you've been sitting on for like a year and a half, two years, maybe. Then you should know. Maybe you just got to do that a little bit more to just make it more decisive. That's fair. But that's also, you know, when you leave things up to the judges, it's difficult. But Volkanovski is hard to kill, bro. You seen Ortega put that boy in the guillotine for at least forty-five seconds. What, His 45 head was seconds. still, but intact. it was a long time. Yeah, it was. He's, he's it was a, a tough long time. Yeah, he's, long, he's, he's hard to kill, bro. And that's a uh, very good quality. And then to for have. the main event, we got challenger Jared Cannonier fighting the uh, fighting the champion Israel Adesanya. Well, you know Nigeria doesn't lose, so. Um, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so I mean, going through my picks, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Sean O'Malley. I think he's gonna be a little sharp. Uh, let's, let's keep him short and sweet. I think he's gonna be sharp. I think he's gonna be technical. I think he's gonna throw a lot of leg kicks, and then I think he's just gonna piece him up with his hands. Uh, maybe win by decision, three rounds. Uh, I'll go with Misha Tate. I feel like she's just gonna be a little bit more on her toes, and I feel like she's probably just be a little bit sharper than. Uh, Laura Murphy, just based off of the previous fights that I've watched from Murphy. But she's tough, though. Um, if it goes to decision, I think that can go down to the wire. Um, Sean Strickland, I think Alex will also win. I feel like Sean's just going to get pieced up, but I don't feel like he's ever going to get finished. We'll see. Max versus Alexander. <sighs> bro, that's so tough, bro. I want to pull for Max. Uh, it's just hard to bet against Volkodovsky at this point, bro. Like, he's undeniable like one of the greatest featherweights of all time and i think you just got to give it to him i'll give it to volkanovsky uh also decision i don't think there's going to be a finish there and then izzy versus cannoneer i got izzy for show i think that i think he'll get the finish probably early to late probably just in somewhere in the third round I feel That's like fair. he. I feel like he's gonna like play the game where it's just like he's gonna be. Dude, he's always playing. He's really tagging, touching you, and kind of just like, game, bro. He's gonna throw something that's kind of just like, oh, I'm just here to touch you, but it's going like, really, really hit. And I feel like he's just gonna be too quick, too smooth, too elusive. He's a sharp guy. Too smooth for Cannonier, but Cannonier has a has a puncher's chance though for sure. Everyone does. Yep. Everyone well, does. I mean, Cannonier is kind of like. I mean, he fought like at heavyweight, so I mean. Not yet. That's just that's just, just all raw ridiculous. power, but it's just can you generate that and throw a proper punch and have it land on the button on Izzy? That's the challenge. That's the hard part for anybody. Exactly, that's the challenge. So it's like you have all the power in the world, probably one of the strongest middleweights that there is out there, but, I mean, power doesn't mean anything if you can't land it. <laughs> Look at you what, over Miro. Yeah, I mean, uh, who, is, who is that one great fighter that said uh, precision, precision beats power? Who was it? And timing beats speed. Would you agree with that assessment? Precision beats power and timing beats speed? I almost feel like I want to know who said it first. Do but you, I, I think... Do you agree with that? Uh, just off hearing it? Um, just off hearing Precision it. beats power. Uh-huh. Timing beats speed. I'd say... I'd say... Absolutely 100% correct. I'd say that guy is probably probably right on the money. You, you, you would agree with nickname. You, you would always agree with Connor. You would always agree with Connor. I would, huh? Yeah, you would. Especially when it comes to something like that. Something like that. that yeah. I'm glad you added that in. Yeah, something I'll, like I'll, that. But I'll just hold you to it. That's great. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Connor. But yeah, no, I mean, those fights are going to be dope. I always love watching Izzy fight. Where are you going to watch that? Do you have any plans? Man, not not at the moment, bro. That's that's what? That's July 
second. July second. Yeah, July second or third. Early July for sure. Shit, we're gonna have to link up, bro. Yeah, definitely. Where are you about to watch these fights at? Uh, July second, by the way. July second. Oh, tomorrow? Oh, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. Y'all getting it in over here? No, I'm gonna be in Fairfield. Oh. I know where I'm gonna be at. Here? Nah, I don't know. I mean, I was again, just, I was just uh, my car's not gonna be here, so you can pull up, park in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Tomorrow's gonna be good. Tonight's gonna be even better. Let's 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 uh let's get this Warriors done, man. Tomorrow's gonna be better, but tonight's gonna be pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> Always the contrary. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Boston wins, then yeah, tonight will probably be better. All right, this. Like if everything goes the way. Let that me let, let me I just want, wrap it up yeah, at this point because you're getting a little wild. <laughs> you're getting a little wild, bro. I mean, it's these fucking what is it? The Budweiser the Bud Seltzers? Light Platinum Seltzers, bro. Dude, got you feeling like a Bostonian, huh? Working. No, I'm okay. not racist. I was Wait, about to say, you, I didn't say that. <laughs> ah, ah. Look, I was about to say, what are you, what are you about it, to say? It, what are it. you fixing to say? All right, y'all, this has been For the Record, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, stay tuned. Place your bets and get some money. Or don't. Honestly, I, I'm not even really a big gambling advocate. To be honest. <laughs> I hate gambling. I just, love, I just love picking a winner. Yeah. Something about it. Feels good. <laughs> I got that inside, baby. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, y'all. All right.